Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Manning. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. This is obviously for you, like the title says, if you've had this narrative of, I really want to raise my rates, but it's for you. Okay. And I really want to talk to you guys that want to raise your rates because this was me in 2017 and I didn't even, it's so funny because obviously I knew this was going on, but at the same time, I feel like I didn't, um, where I didn't raise my rates, even though I knew I wanted to for 10 months. And not only did I not raise my rates for 10 months, I went backwards. So I was selling a $10,000 package. I knew I wanted to raise my rates to $20,000. I had proof that people got the ROI, the 10K price point. And not only did I not raise the rates, I actually went backwards. And so I'm going to share with you guys that honest story, but are you guys ready for this? Here's my story. Um, Okay, so what are we going to share? My story around this, just because I think it's really going to hit home with you guys. Why I finally raised my rates when I did, like what was that moment where it was like, okay, now I know I can do it. And then I want to give you guys some insight on like what I'm basically calling six really popular myths that almost everyone under the sun has told me about why they can't raise the rates yet and why they're myths. And so if you're telling yourself one of those myths, you can know it's a myth, okay? I got them written down right here. You can know they're a myth and you can do it anyway. And there totally are reasons why you're not ready to raise your rates. There's totally reasons when it's not a good time to raise your rates or a good decision. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna define that for you because I think sometimes we just get so in our head about it and we make up these reasons why we're not ready and, and it's just not true, right? Like I was saying in the beginning, I, so here's my story, right? October, 2016, 10 months. I wanna give you very specific numbers just so you can compare to yourself, not in a, oh, I'm so behind, or, you know, Taylor's like moves so much faster than me or, or whatever. I want to give you these numbers so I can hopefully give some of you permission. So October, 2016, 10 months into my business, less than 10 months of signing my first client, I raised my rates to $10,000. It was just the obvious thing to do. And you can do this whether or not you help people make money, but I help people make money and my clients were making money. They were making huge, 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 huge ROIs. And it was just, it was still such a great deal at $10,000. So I did that over the next like three, three and a half months. I signed three clients into that offer. Okay. And it could have been more and I could have fully booked that, but I was so distracted with all these other programs I was running, that that's really all I had the capacity for. And like the, the, the capacity to focus, I had plenty more space, but like, the, well, maybe I didn't, but you guys get what I mean. I had so much other stuff going on that that's what I did. So 10 months into my business, raised my rate to 10K. And then over the next three, three and a half months, I signed three of those clients. And so from there, here's what happened. 
I, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I launched this big group program. I did that twice. And somehow during that, I decided, first of all, I started getting these results that reminded me of someone else who was charging $20,000, which was so stupid. So I was like, I want to raise my rates to $20,000. I think I can. I think I'm ready. This is like January, 2017, right? So again, October, 2016, raised my rates to $10,000. By this point, I had signed three clients. They were all having success. Okay. And then, um, I was like, I really want to raise my rates to 20 K. So I didn't. And somehow I got so in my head about what if this, what if that I'm not ready? How do I know on and on and on? Right. Where, um, I, somehow I ended up making a six week program and I charged $5,000 for it, which when you do the math is kind of 20K for four months. Maybe it technically is more if I'm doing this math. No, it's a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit less, but still, I think we can agree 5K for six weeks. It's that's a pretty good rate. Here was the problem. I sold that for 10 months straight without ever selling my 10K during those 10 months. Okay. Here's the issue with that is one in my head, it was kind of like going backwards, right? Because it's like, okay, I charge 5k, not 10k. And I got so in my head. And then I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Well, what I want to say here is here's the issue with six week programs. Cause saying it, it's like, okay, 5k for six weeks. That's, that's a pretty good rate. Like there's nothing wrong with that, Taylor. You actually, I think technically I kind of increased my rate or stayed the same technically if you did per week, right? Or whatever per month. Here's the issue with six-week programs, in my opinion, is it's a, it's a quicker turnover, first of all. So for yourself, you have to sign more clients more quickly. So instead of signing new clients every four months, you're signing new clients every six weeks. So really, you have to sign about three times. As, I mean, I might be a little off on my math. If you want to be technical, get technical yourself. But I think it's about three times as many clients per year if you're signing six-week clients versus four-month clients. Another reason it's a bad idea is that it doesn't serve people typically as well as a longer container. A longer container gets somebody committed to you and your work and their goal and their transformation longer. And obviously, whether you do health coaching, I mean, how much, how much health, health improvements can you have in six weeks? You can have some results. But are you really, 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 really creating those new habits and changing your life and seeing sustainable results in six weeks, Right. If it's business, same thing. If it's relationship, self-love, um, I mean, anything, right? How much happens in six weeks? A lot can, but I just think when you really think about it, a four-month container is just so much better. And I mean, do three months, do six months, do 12 months. I have clients to do all of the above. I'm not saying four months is the answer. I'm just saying I really screwed myself without realizing it moving backwards to six weeks. And I did not do that from the standpoint of, well, my clients get such quick results in six weeks and it just seems like that's what they really like and that's what, what is best for them. I did it out of, oh my God, I'm getting in my head so much about 20K that now I'm getting in my head about 10K and now I'm attracting people that won't even pay the $10,000 and so you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna do a 60 program. And I sold it easy. That thing stayed full all the time, but it was a lot of work. It was constantly promoting it, constantly doing personal outreach, which sucks, right? personal reach sucks, but I was hustling my ass off to keep it full. I did keep it full. I've always been good at that, but it's just a lot more work in my opinion. 
why are you doing them? I think sometimes we do them because we say like, it makes it easier for them or I'm changing it up. But really it's just because we're like afraid to focus on those people that are really ready to commit long-term, right? That's what happened. And then around like September, October of 2017, I, well, October, that would be about 10 months. I decided to raise my rates to 20,000 finally. And here's what's so funny, guys. Maybe some of you have done this. In between, I had this like sales page that nobody ever went to. I never promoted it. But like I kept changing the rate. Like I put it up to 20,000 a couple of times. And I changed it to 16 and then 15 and then back to 10. And I just kept tweaking it and changing it because I was so in my head. So 10 months of indecision, 10 months of in my head, 10 months of overwhelm, 10 months of scarcity. <laughs> like it was bad. Okay made $400,000 that year. You can totally do it too. You can do a six week program and another group program and a bunch of little things and make $400,000. You're just probably going to be really tired like I was. And so anyway, I finally raised it. And, and here's why guys, I shared this story like a million times now I feel like, but I know I have to share it more to really hit home with the people that need this. I just hit a breaking point. You know, when I raised my rates to 10 K in 2016, I hit a breaking point of thinking of quitting, right? I had just hit six figures. I also had just got scammed by a big name coach in the industry who I found out had scammed so many other people who I had clients working with, who I had people in my community they were working with. I mean, I didn't make them or even tell them to, but I just knew all these people working with her and I saw behind the scenes of her business. I saw what she had done to so many other of her team members. I was not a client. I was a team member. So I saw her numbers. I saw all the stuff she was lying about, all the stuff she was scamming people over. And um, it really made me think, this is such bullshit. This whole industry is bullshit. It means nothing. Coaches are, and I know this will trigger some people, and I had to do a lot of work around this. I'm like, coaches are just bullshit. Like, this isn't even real. Like, if we all disappeared, it wouldn't matter. You know? I know so many of you are struggling with that right now. And so... Um, when that happened, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I don't think it's worth it. It doesn't feel right. It's a lot of fucking work. I have this degree. I could go do this. You know, I could go work in a marketing agency or uh, a TV station or something, right? Like I could go do what I really always wanted to do. And, um, I mean, I shared this with one of my coaches. It was so emotional. I shared this with my biz bestie. It was so hard. Then I raised my rates to 10K and I really figured out how I could be in integrity and what I really was doing in the industry. And now it's, it's so funny to even say that because looking back, I'm like, yeah, I actually had no clue. But I did step into something that felt good. But when I raised my rates to 20K, that's like a whole other topic. If you guys on chat, we will. But that's like a whole other topic, right? About this whole like industry thing. And like, yeah, it can be that, but it can be something else. So something to think about. So then when I raised my rates to 20K, I hit another breaking point, but it wasn't the same thing, right? It was, I don't know why I like, how do I describe this? It was just, it was burnout, first of all, <laughs> and simply put, it was burnout. But it was just this point where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to quit. Like, I finally felt so purposeful and so in purpose. And I just saw the lives I was changing and I saw the difference I was making. and I knew it was real. And I knew it wasn't just changing my clients who are business coaches, health coaches, relationship coaches, life coaches, spiritual coaches, purpose coaches, like the list goes on. I knew it wasn't just changing their lives, but it was changing their husband's lives, their kids' lives, their um, parents' lives, 
their people that they used to work with lives. Like I just saw this huge impact. I felt it. There was no chance in hell I was going to quit. And, um, but I just realized, you know what? Like, I don't really care about making money, which is really, really weird because I can't tell you how many times I've been told, like, you can just tell you're so immature. You're young. You're all about the money. Like you're so caught up in the numbers. Like I get messages like that every single month. Okay. I am all about the money because it's important. We can really only make our impact when we're making the money. Right. Um, so anyway, it wasn't that it wasn't that I was going to quit. It was just like, you know what? I just had this realization, like you're just chasing numbers. You're making a difference. It's not that you're doing anything bad with your work. It's just internally as Taylor Manning, you are so obsessed with hitting a new number, a bigger number that it's taking over your life. And, um, it really hit home because these months are kind of blurry, but somewhere late summer. So maybe it was July or August or September. I, I honestly, if I have numbers, I have a spreadsheet of it, but like, I can't just remember right now. One of those months I had been keeping up 20 K months. I had a couple 50 K months, like multiple five figures is what I was preaching. And I am all about consistency. I preach consistency. I brag about my consistency. And one of those months I traveled, I got so in my head, I did this collaboration that I just felt, um, not that I was unaligned with it, but I was so in my head about it and how it was going to hurt my income. Everything went back to, it's going to hurt my income. Every trip, all I could think about was my income dropping. Every time Holly and I, um, my biz bestie would do a collaboration. All I could think about was how that was going to affect my income. Um, every time I would get asked to do a summit, I would say no, because all I could think about was how having to send an email about someone else's project was going to take away from my income. That's how obsessed I was. I could not take a, I couldn't, I couldn't give, right. I could help my clients, but I couldn't give anything that would affect that number. And here's what happened. I was doing a collaboration with Holly. I went to California for a trip. I think I might've went to another trip, maybe Florida. I'm not sure, but I was so in my head. I had an $11,000 month. Okay. I felt like the biggest loser in the world. Like that's how it felt. I was so hard on myself. I was so terrified to share that. I made it mean so many things. I was just so, it just was, it sucked, right? I'm like, I'm not a good business coach. I made less than my clients are making. I can't even go on a trip without halving my income or more. Like all this, all of that is not true, right? I think we can see why it decreased. It was because I was so in my head. So I went through a month of that where it's like, every time I'd write about how cool I was, which is our job, right? <laughs> kind of. I always tell my clients, like, you've got to brag. You've got to share your results. Um, every time I would go to do that, I would be like, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're not as good as you say. You don't even make as much money as your clients. Like, it was so bad. It just, it took over. Finally, um, probably a month or maybe even two months later, it finally clicked where I realized you're only confident when you're making money. And I had been, I knew that was true. I knew when I was making money, I was confident, which is why I launched one or two new things on average every single month, at least one new program every single month, if not more. And I told myself, I love that business model. I thrive on that business model. I love the hustle because I love making money every day and everyone else should too. The only reason I loved it is because it boosted my ego and my confidence and it made me feel good. It made me feel 
I don't know. It was weird. I think a lot of you can struggle with that and relate to that now or at some point. And, um, yeah, so I, I find, I just finally realized it, finally realized that's what was going on and that it was all about my self-worth and that I only felt worthy. I only felt good enough. And like this went into all areas. Like if I was making money, I felt like a better sister, a better girlfriend, a better woman. Like I just, I felt more worthy in all areas when I was making money. If I didn't make money, I was like total bitch in my relationship. I, because I was like pushing away love, right? Like, don't talk to me. Don't be nice to me. Don't, don't be lovey to me. Don't make me dinner. Don't do anything nice for me. I suck kind of, but like it's being a bitch <laughs> like, to push it away. So anyway, I realized that. And I was like, you know what? I did a lot of work on that, right? Hired a coach all for that. Did so much work on that. It did so much for me. And I made this commitment to myself that I'm not setting income goals. Or if I do set an income goal, I'm not obsessing over it. I'm sharing my numbers transparently. I'm not going to have shame around making more or less. I'm not going to push myself to make more. I'm not like, it just, it just became suddenly not about that anymore. Right. And, um, yeah. And then from that, I realized I, I, I want to raise my rates. I raise my rates. Right. I want to throw away all my programs. I throw away all my programs. I want to be able to launch the same course every single month and never have to write another email about it again. I do that. And I really made my own definition of integrity, which to me is doing what I want to do, right? I've got to trust my desires to stay in integrity. If I'm selling something to these women who are investing thousands of dollars and it's not even something I want to do, that's, that's kind of fucked up, right? Like I always love to use the example. How would you feel if you found out your coach would, like didn't even really want to be running the program she was running with you in it and, and just regretted it constantly and dreaded it and dreaded your calls? Like, I, I would just quit the program at that point. Like I wouldn't be a part of that. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my story. I made that decision where it was like, I'm not going to think about money anymore. Like I'm just going to do what I want to do. I'm going to stay in integrity. I'm going to make my impact, make my difference. And that's that. Right. And from that, I ended up raising my rates. I started making a whole lot more money. I started having a whole lot more ease in my business and that's what I focused on though. I was like, if it takes me longer to get to 50K months, which I was so obsessed with hitting, if it takes me longer to get there, that's okay. I'm going to take each month and I'm going to make my business easier and easier every month. And that's what my goals are, right? My goals aren't, I have to hit this income level, right? Like I do have a goal, get the bills paid, right? And, and be financially responsible. I think we should all have that. But at the same time, it's not, it's not about hitting a number to show that I'm like shiny and the best in the industry because I make the most money and, um, any of that, you know what I mean? So that's my story. As we can see, there was a lot of indecision, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of self-worth garbage going on. Um, and I don't know, it was so funny. As soon as I raised my rates to 20 K, I had all these reasons why I shouldn't do it. Like I haven't even promoted my, my 10K program in like 10 months. And like, everybody thinks it's 5K to work with me. And I don't know if I'm good enough. And like, I've been so, in, I've been so stuck in these little programs that like, I don't even have any recent client testimonials. And like all of my star student clients, like now work with these other big name coaches and maybe I'm not good enough for that. And like the coaches they hired after we charged 20K. So like, obviously I'm not good enough. And they saw her as good. Like I had every story in the book. It was so stupid, but I did it because I hired a coach who made me, right? Because I wanted to, and that was part of the program, right? So I had that 
accountability there where after I told her that there was no way in hell I wasn't going to do it. Um, and it was just so worth it. And I just think if you're hitting that, that breaking point, um, you might be trying to resist it, but let yourself hit it and just trust that whatever your desire is right now, if your desire is more so raise your rates, please do that. If your desire is work less, please do that. Like you just, you've got to, you've got to hit the breaking point. That's what they're there for. Every breaking point, every meltdown, every really shitty moment is there to up-level you. And, um, it might feel like you're taking step back, steps backwards, but one thing that I heard from Manifestation Babe, Catherine Senkina, is there any right? She has this video in her membership site when I was in it for like a couple months where she says like, you're never taking a step back. And when you feel like you are just imagine yourself stepping back, but into a catapult and nothing has hit home for me more than that, because that breaking point I had in 2016 when I got scammed and I was just freaked out. I stepped into this catapult and I just catapulted my purpose and my income and everything. And then it happened again. You know what I mean? It happened again in 2017 when I realized I'm not going to chase the numbers anymore. I'm not going to go after that for my self-worth. And um, it's so funny when I decided like I am okay with making less money, I made more money. So just something to think about. Just something to think about. Um, so yeah, guys, that's my story. Here's what I want to tell you though. I feel like I kind of said a lot that I didn't mean to say, but it's all true. So whatever. I want to tell you guys the six myths. This is just like, I just hope to motivate you. I just hope to encourage you. Here's the six myths. Number one. Okay. So PS, if you're telling yourself any of these, I swear they are pure lies. Okay. I tell my clients lies from the devil. These are lies from the devil. Do not listen to them. Okay. Do not listen to him <laughs> or her. Who knows? But, um, number one, it's not supposed to be easy to sell at your current and or your previous rate. That's not the sure sign that you can raise your rates. I think we tell ourselves that like, well, it still feels hard to sign it 5k or 3k or 10k. It still feels hard, right? Um, or it's been a while since I signed private clients because I got so distracted with this or, or whatever. We just give ourselves this excuse of like, I can't raise my rates until like I've got this mastered and like, it's so easy. But here's the thing is, <laughs> there's a couple of reasons you might not be signing at your current rate. You may not actually want to because you dread having clients at that rate because you know, because your subconscious is very smart, you know the clients you're attracting at that rate you don't enjoy. Or maybe you know subconsciously, because most of us never think about this, you're screwing yourself over, right, by not um, increasing your rate. Meaning if you have too low of a price point, you're never going to be able to up level at that price point. Like you're just, you're always going to have to have more clients. You're never going to be making enough who here has been fully booked and then thought, Oh God, but now how am I going to make money? Like I'm not making enough from this, <laughs> you know, and you have six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 clients. I had 12 private clients at one time, all doing weekly sessions and I wasn't making enough money. Like I, I still had to go make more money. Right. Um, Anyway, that, I, I could talk forever on all of these, but I just want you to know it's not supposed to be easy at your current rate. There's so many reasons. Simply, simply put as well, maybe you're just not aligned at that price point. That could mean so many things, but um, I see that all the time where somebody's trying so hard to sell 10K because I've had a, actually a lot of clients do this. Um, you'll see I have quite a few testimonials of she signed her first 15K client, 
because I have so many clients for some reason that just think they have to sign at 10K before they can go to 15K, but they know they really ideally want to do 15 and they just try to force 10K and it just won't happen. I've had clients try to do this for months and then as soon as they change it to 15, they sign a client. And they're like, but I've been promoting 10K for like months and nobody's even showed interest. And now all of a sudden they do, like it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Just trust me on it, okay? Number two, this is a pet peeve of mine. You do not need to sign that last or fill that last spot before you can raise your rates. You can trust yourself right now. I think what we do, and for some of us, this works. Like I've had times where it's like, okay, I'm gonna fill one more spot at this price point. I love when you like get all the, the emojis because I just got an angry emoji. Um, oh yes, I have this work sometimes where it's like, okay, I'm going to fill one more spot and then it works. But if you're so eager and every day that that spot doesn't fill, you're more and more depressed because you just want to raise your rate so bad and it's a true desire, just raise your rate, okay? They didn't sign up today, then there, they missed out, done, period. Just raise your rate. If you're saying like, this truly can happen. I know a lot of you have a hard time believing this. Let's say you're at 10K and you want to go to 20. This could be any number, okay? And you're like, okay, I'm going to do one more spot at 10K, right? One more spot. And it's just not filling. And every day you're like, oh, 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 like more and more and more and more, right? This truly can happen. I see it happen all the time. You can just decide, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing this. Like, it's just getting exhausting. I'm going to raise my rates. They missed out. Sorry, right? And someone could sign up the next day for your 20K program. I don't care if you've been pushing your 10K program like a crazy woman. Truly, 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 that can happen. You do not need to fill that last spot. And if you were meant to fill that last spot, it would be happening a lot easier. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. It blows my mind how easy it is to sign 20, 20K clients. It truly blows my mind. And I've had mentors even mention, you know, um, well, Taylor, now you've had so many 20K clients, like it's time to raise your rate. Like you need to charge 30K, 50K. And I'm like, I just don't have a desire yet. And that's why 20K is still so easy. But I'll know that it's just not it anymore. One, when I just get the impulse from like, I want to charge 30K, right? Or whatever. Um, but I don't, you know? But I know once 20K gets hard, it's probably because I need to raise my rate, not because I lost my mojo, <laughs> okay? Or because everybody has signed up and I need to grow my audience or something silly like that. 20K is so easy. It's only easy, though, for me because that's what's aligned, right? For you, if you want to move up to 10K and you truly want to and that just feels like a dream, you're going to be mind blown. You're truly going to be mind blown how easy it is. I know this is, you know, this is like the woo-woo side of me, but it's also like, the weird woo side where it's like, I literally just imagine like the universe is like, no, they're supposed to pay 20 K. Like that's what they're going to be able to get behind and be really committed to. So like, we're not showing them any of your posts. Like we're not going to show them or whenever your posts come by, we're going to have them be distracted or like, they're just not supposed to sign up at that rate. Like that's what I imagine. And I, I really do. I don't, I don't think that's how the universe truly does it, but it's pretty close. <laughs> um, Here's another one for those of you that aren't business coaches or you're newer or, you know, um, I mean, there's so many reasons, but here's, here's the myth is believing that you're an exception for some reason, believing that I'm talking to everybody right now, but you, right. And so you're sitting there thinking, yeah, but I'm only in year one of my business or, you know, Taylor, you said you didn't raise your rate until, until 10 months. I'm only in my fourth month of business. Um, 
or maybe you're a business coach, but you work with new entrepreneurs, right? Or, or whatever, you want to switch your niche and now you don't think you can switch your niche and raise your rate. Huge lie. Um, or maybe you're a relationship coach or, or a different type of coach and you're just making yourself the exception. Okay. If you are a different type of coach or a business coach and you just feel like, I don't want to charge 20K, I don't want to charge 10K, like I love my 5K program, that's fine. That is so, 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 so okay. But if you have the desire, I promise you, you are not the exception. There is nothing making you the exception right now. Another thing, all, everything I already said will make ourselves the exception too, right? But like nobody's signing up for my last spot, so there's no way I can raise my rate. It's like so made up. It's such a silly silly rule. Cuckoo rule. <laughs> okay. Here's another myth that I get a lot from my clients that aren't business coaches or they're like, you know, like those coaches that are just like, they're not my kind of business, but me, like they're not like marketing sales money. They're more like purpose or spiritual or some, or intuitive or something like that. Right. I think we'll tell ourselves a lot. Like, um, I can't, I can't raise my rate or I can't charge that rate because people don't see the value in what I do, at least at that rate. Like nobody's going to charge, nobody's going to pay me for my kind of coaching that much money. They don't see the value. So many people say that and it's like, it's just building this huge, it's just like taking everyone in your audience and like stereotyping them. Like that's what it looks like to me. It's just like, how can you speak for everyone in your audience? You know what I mean? And how can you speak for everyone? And I know this is going to sound really simple and I, I don't find that this actually works a lot of the time, but I just tell my clients all the time. I'm like, if somebody wants to pay you that much money, please let them. If somebody needs to pay you that much money, please let them. You know, like it's so funny how we're like, well, nobody's going to see the value. So I'm not going to do it. You can't speak for everybody. And that's not true. And the issue I promise with my marketing brain is never that they don't see the value. It's that you're marketing to people that don't see the value. Market to people that see the value. There are people that do. Okay? Yeah, so you're not the exception. It's not because people don't see the value. You're probably just marketing to the wrong audience, to be honest. Number five. I don't know. I just want to say these last two, I kind of just, I wasn't going to include them in the myths, but they pretty much are myths. Nobody is better than you. I think what we do is we look at another coach. So let's say you really want to charge 20K. So you look at a coach that's charging 20K. This is weird for me to say, but maybe that's me. Maybe you're looking at me and thinking that, which I find hilarious. Um, but I know for me, I don't know if any of you know her, but one of my mentors was Mel Farr. And when I worked with her, she charged 25K. I didn't work with her in that program, but like I just knew her one-on-one -on -one was five months for 25K. And that would be a total dream for me to charge. But she was my mentor. She was one of my very first mentors. And she's like so exceptional, so smart. She's also just so like, just great at talking to people, I feel like. And just, there's just so many great things I could say about her. And so one of the biggest reasons I didn't let myself charge 20K is because that's what Mel Farr charges. Taylor Manning can't charge that. She's not on her level. Oh my God, right? And I would actually self-sabotage so bad where I would just stalk these coaches that charge what I wanted to charge, but it did not feel inspirational to me. It felt like this huge comparison trap. And I saw all of them as better than me, smarter, prettier, better on camera, um, better at teaching, had better testimonials, like a better website, better sales page, more of a team. Like I could just, everyone that I would look at, there was 55 reasons why 
it just made it even more certain I could not charge that rate. That is bullshit. That is so weird. That is so crazy. And if you're looking at me like that, I can't even help but laugh. Like I, I've, I've told people this too, who have reached out and told me that I'm like, girl, you and me are on the same level. Like I could hire you. You could hire me. Like there is no, it's so made up this whole like, uh, weird, lovely thing. And, um, I think I, I mean, I struggled with that, I guess for a long time, but once I got scammed by this woman, right, <laughs> this woman, I, um, I was just like, wow, somebody that I would have just thought like, I mean, I was so freaking pumped, honored, excited. I couldn't even believe she would hire me. Like that's how it felt. That's why I took on the job, even though my gut said no for some weird reason, but I was like, I'm not going to say no to this. Like what? Like, oh my God, this is like such an honor. Um, but once I realized what was really going on behind the scenes, I was like, wow, like you just can't compare yourself to people. And like, it just, it just really clicked in that moment. So just please don't do that. There's people are not better than you. Okay. You're, you're totally ready. And if you're self-sabotaging, like I was, where you're literally going and watching these people and like making a mental list of all the reasons that they're better than you. I hope none of you are as crazy as me in that way, but if you are, please don't do that. <laughs> um, okay. Here's my last one. I think a myth is that um, our desires are risky, you know? And I had somebody in this group, it was either this group or my course, I forget, but somebody's asked me, and I love this question so much because I was like, whoa, I never realized that's how I think about this. And I've always thought about things this way for some reason. Somebody said, when do you know that it's the right choice to take a risk? You know, so if you're thinking about hiring a coach or raising your rate or something risky, she was saying, like, how do you know that you should do it? And I was just like, I've never once in my business had this feeling of like, this is risky. I've been scared. But I mean... I don't know. Here's what it feels like for me in my business now. And when I was first starting my business, I was the rebellious young adult, right? I'm 23 now. So when I started my freelance business, I was 18. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to be so different than my parents. I'm going to move far away. I'm going to have a better relationship, a better life. I'm going to be way healthier. I'm going to be a better parent. I'm going to like, I was just so motivated to be that like, opposite of them. Do you guys know what I mean? It was like this rebelling. And so I had all these desires of things that I wanted, like this life. And, um, I was literally on a mission to prove them wrong, mostly my dad, to be honest. And, um, it still feels like that. Not with my parents. It's not like I'm going to still put my parents wrong. I swear I'm over that, but it still feels like that. Not, it's not even rebellious anymore. It's just like, I got such in the habit of like, I want that. I'm going to go get that. And if, as soon as somebody tells me I can't have it, especially my dad, I'm going to prove him so wrong so quick. It's like that, but it's not proving anybody wrong anymore. It's just like, I've just learned to trust my desires. I've learned just from being that rebellious person that I can actually create what I want. And everybody else can too. And you will have dips. You will have times where it seems like you're being given proof that it's not true. It seems like everything has just gone to shit. That's just for you to learn lessons. That's just for you to grow and mature and become wiser, you know? Um, but anyway, so what I, my answer to that was like, I, I never really felt of anything as a, as a risk. I've been scared, but it's more so just been like, if I've really wanted to hire a coach, I've hired them. 
Like I've never, ever been like, I really want to work with her. I really want to work with her. I really want to work with her and didn't. I've never manifested the money. I've never saved up my pennies. Like I've never done any of that. Um, and this is for everything else too, but I just think coaching is such an easy example. And so when I was like, I want to be in Mel's group program, right? One of my first coaches, I did it. You know what I mean? I just had to, if I wouldn't have done it, it just would have felt really weird. So yeah, I mean, I truly, truly believe I've proved it for myself. I think that means I can prove it for you guys too. Like your desires are there for a reason. Why else would they be? I mean, if you're a bad person and like, I, I mean, I always love to say like, if you know you're a scam artist, then you know I'm not talking to you and you wouldn't be worried about this anyway because you go do what you want anyway, even though it's evil. But <laughs> for you guys, like you wouldn't be so worried if, if your desires weren't just purely good. You know what I mean? If you weren't just good and meant to be doing what you wanted to do. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.